Don't touch that dial. Adjust those bunny ears. Because what time is it, Jay? Na 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 na. No. Na 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 na. I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Welcome to Nick's Got a New Favorite Show. This is Sitcom My Face. I'm Jay Bidwell. I'm Nick. That's my buddy, Nick Franco. How are we doing tonight, my friend? Oh, I'm fine and dandy. <laughs> Dude, I actually found something out real sad yesterday. Oh, no. Frankie Muniz, you know, he's a race car driver now. Oh, that I had heard, yeah. He was racing right down the damn road the other night. Oh, shit. And I didn't, I didn't know. I would have gone and seen his ass. That would have been fun. Oh, that's cool. They they wrote an article. I he, I don't know if he won, but they wrote uh, Malcolm in the front <laughs> instead of Malcolm in the middle. I think he might have won the damn race. Holy crap! Oh yeah, well then, shit. You know what? We're we're just gonna have to get him on as a guest and not talk Malcolm in the middle at all. Just talk race car driving. That's I saw all. him. I think it was on Steve-O's show. He's actually. I guess he's got some weird memory thing where he doesn't even remember Malcolm in the middle much at all. Oh shit! Okay. I don't know if it was so brain damage an- or just he he's the anti Mary Lou Henny Henner. <laughs> They're like who yeah <laughs> yeah. They're like who the fuck is Malcolm? Oh, that was me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, again, we'll have him on talk about his uh you know like uh, <laughs> his racing uh, days now. And we'll call it sitcom my race. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there we go. Da 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 na 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 na. na. <laughs> all right, don't make all me right. Joke. <laughs> Well, there's a little clue, in case you couldn't read the title. What uh, what show are we talking about this episode, my friend? Well, well, well you still are my friend, right? Yeah. Uh, After yeah, I chose I'm, this I'm show to make us de- watch. debating it, but uh, um, <laughs> we're going with yeah. our first teen sitcom, Clarissa Explains It All. Just from, do it. From Nick. Yeah. <laughs> um, from uh, Nickelodeon Studios. <laughs> Yeah, shot down uh, Universal Studios Florida at Correct. Nickelodeon Studios. Yes, not a, there a, anymore. Pointed I out that, at the end of every episode. You're a little older than me, though. I remember those days watching all those Nickelodeon shows, this one included, and being like, I want to go to Nickelodeon Studios at Universal. But <laughs> never got to before they tore it down. And I don't, I don't know where the hell Nickelodeon does their shit anymore, but it's certainly at Universal know. Studios. I'm I'm guessing somewhere in California. I don't know. That seems I, to be the place. They had a building in L.A. for a while, but I, I don't think it was like a fun bring the kids type situation. No, no. Like, yeah, probably yeah. not. <laughs> it was a bunch of corporate guys in suits diddling kids. I mean, um, oh, making hey children's now, hey, shows. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, just that one. But we'll, we already covered that show. Um, oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So this is a show. Tune in to our head of the class episode. No, uh <laughs> This show ran for five, five seasons, depending on who you ask, apparently, uh, <laughs> yeah, on Nickelodeon. Yeah. And, and and how many episodes? Yeah, also, depending on who you ask. <laughs> I've, I've seen 64, 66, and 65, somewhere in there, so I don't know. It ran from 91 to 94, which is only four years, five seasons. Maybe 13 each or somewhere close to it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, 
when I look online, like I um, if you look from the Wikipedia end of it, you actually get five seasons of thirteen. So, which would be sixty-five episodes. And then Paramount Plus says <laughs> first season's like twenty, 20 second season's four. <laughs> And then I think the the rest are thirteen on there, if I remember I right. I think but. so. Yeah, and again, as we you know, when we were watching, it's okay. So twenty and four, like, wait, there, there's missing episodes. Yeah, and then I I watched the podcast, a few bits from Clarissa herself, Melissa Joan Hart, talking about her time on the show, and she goes, it was four seasons, thirteen episodes each. So I don't think anyone fucking knows how many yeah, actual exactly. episodes of this are. <laughs> this is one of the mysteries of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and IMDb even had had five seasons listed, and then it had, like, random section or something, and it had one extra episode, which wasn't even the one you would think, because there's, like, a, a sequel series we'll kind of discuss a little bit. Yeah. So it's kind of two episodes, but that's not even listed there. It's listed as a different thing. Who fucking knows? Yeah, but- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is again one of the mysteries of the universe. Who you know, who the pyramids? You know, like uh, ancient aliens and all this shit. And oh yeah, h- how many seasons and episodes are there of Closer? Explains it all. Somebody explain it to us. <laughs> it's right up there with how many hemorrhoids have to pop before you bleed to death. <laughs> Find out a two. A three, no, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's probably an experiment Nick would rather have been doing than watching Clarissa Explains It All. Again, I will be, I'll <laughs> try to be nice. Again. Uh, What's I, our age gap here? I'm 36. How old are you again? Um, 52, going to be 53 this year. So we do have a gap here. This is a show that I actually remembered really loving as a kid. Um, I will say that trying to revisit it was not all that it was cracked up to be. Right. Especially there in the early episodes where the production values were just shit. Like Oh, very much so. There was boom mics and and just weird anomalies in the in the way that was shot. Mm-hmm. And and actually I wanted to ask you this last time, but I forgot. What's that? Tell me how are you watching Paramount Plus when you watch these? Are you watching it on an app, like on your TV or on your computer or what? Yeah, I'm I'm watching I, I have a, a Roku, so I, I so watch it on the TV. When you watch the app on your Roku, does the aspect ratios get all fucked up back and forth sometimes for you? Uh, I'm trying to remember if it had if it had gotten messed up from the prior one we watched. Mine was doing it for Taxi and this when I watched it on my TV app. But when yeah. I watch it on my phone or my computer, it's fine. And it's only for things that are shot full screen. Mm. They kind of they have a tendency to bounce between aspect ratios like it's not sure what to do <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so. I, I i definitely saw it in the watching of taxi mm. on this one like i didn't necessarily notice because i was you know trying to keep my focus you know had had the toothpicks in the eyes you know <laughs> <laughs> among other places <laughs> yeah, it's like uh like uh do, do, doing a clockwork orange to myself <laughs> a clockwork orange no clock Clock. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. the other one was the, uh, I think, the porn version. But anyway, um, <laughs> that would be a horrible porn parody. <laughs> yeah, dear God, don't, don't, don't want to see God. that one. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the regular movie. Do not want to see <laughs> that turned into something else. Well, this is your introduction to Clarissa. Did she? Um, how did she do explaining it all to you? 
uh, I guess she did a, a serviceable job. <laughs> like, uh, well, okay, let, 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 let's get this out of the way. As you said, you, you know, like there's an age gap between us. When I was younger, in my teens and adolescent days, there was no such thing as a teen sitcom. Mm-hmm. And it she is actually, as we in said, my life. So she is aged in between us. So I was younger, yes. looking up, and like I said, I had a crush on her when I was I was ten years younger. I was like, oh, cute teen blonde girl, you know. And that's mm-hmm. probably why I was watching this. You know, I'm sure I wasn't watching it for the extreme comedic value at that point. <laughs> no, 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 no. Again, like I saw her on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So okay, that, that's, you know, that's you how I remember Melissa Joan Hart. In in her little uh, podcast, she she did mention that this was like the last thing she ever had to audition for because everything she did after this, it established her so well that Mm -hmm. her and her mom basically wrote and produced everything she ever did after this. Gotcha. Yeah. So this really did make her household name, I think, as a child actress. And I think that honestly, even looking back at it. She's a pretty good little actress for yes. a, Oh, no, again. Nickelodeon's first lead female. Yeah, and and again, given the production values, given mm-hmm. g- given given the material that was given to the actors actresses, yeah, she did a actually a great it's very noticeable how good she is. But here's the thing, there's not much of a rest of the cast. So yeah, like there's I think the family gets quite a bit of time. The parents oh, yeah, and the yeah, brother. No, the, the, the family, but yeah. okay, mom, dad, brother. Mm-hmm. And then... And Sam, the friend. And then, and then Sam, the, the friend. Mm-hmm. Those are the constants. Everybody else is like, you know, like there, there are people that have been on one, two episodes or, you know, uh, one that was on like five episodes, but that's it. Like there, there's no constant, oh, okay, and here's this... Yeah, uh, returning characters been on like you know, like oh, this whole season or. Why don't you, don't you introduce have any us of to the cat, the, the family, real quick? Okay, so well, she uh, Melissa Joan Hart plays Clarissa, Clarissa Darling. <laughs> her mom is played, um, oh, what's her name? Janet Darling is played by Elizabeth Hess. She was on Law and Order a few episodes. Mm. But I, um, what I saw mainly, she was a stage actress. Okay. Well, that actually, they give uh, in a lot of storylines they give her character that background too. The the dad is Marshall Darling, played by Joe O'Connor. I, one of the most chill TV dads I've ever seen, to be honest. Yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah. very. <laughs> He's laid very back. normal, very laid back, very like average mm-hmm. dude. Now, one of the funny things that I saw was that. Um, he actually shows up on an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, his uh, resume goes back to, like, the late uh, 70s. He was on... Uh, yeah, he seemed to have old... quite a few things, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Emergency. I remember that uh, show. And then, But he's been on, like, The Practice, Melrose Place, Boston Public. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's, he's made his way around. But... Um, it seems what it was like a main role for him. Those didn't seem to either last very long or, or, you know, <laughs> it's like he was Mr. Drysdale on Apple Valley nights. 
But yeah, I don't. I watch. fucking love that show. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, he, we've he, all had he, a few Apple show, Valley nights. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, of the family, he shows up in a lot of other shows. Yeah, but mainly like one uh, one episode or so. This is the only thing I really recognize him from. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go to the brother. Ferguson. Ferguson? Yes, Fer- Fergface. Yeah. Uh, Fer- Ferguson uh, is played this is by about it for him, ain't it? Yeah, J- Jason Simbler. He basically. Um, he was on this show and he was on, uh, every other probably Nickelodeon game show, right? <laughs> there, there was a, another show called the edge of night hmm. was a uh, mystery crime series that he was what, on. What tends to happen with a lot of these child stars from Disney and Nickelodeon, they do the one big show that they were part of. And then they do all the little other network shows right. that are, yeah, probably on your guts and your double dare or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, in fact, uh, he, um, Mark Summers, <laughs> speaking of, and uh, let's see, what was it? Danny Cooksey and Michael Morona. They were uh, on a show, uh, no, music video for uh, the song All My Friends. So, like, all there- these uh, f- former Nickelodeon stars. There might have even been an episode of this where they go on Double Dare. Is that right? I no, the, vaguely it was a remember different, that. different game show. That was Brain was Drain. It? I watched oh, okay. that one, and that's you what met it Mark felt Summers. Like I had. Mark Summers is actually in one of my favorite talk show moments of all time. You know what really? I'm talking about? No, I, I don't remember that. But he was on Jay Leno's Tonight Show as the second guest after uh, Burt Reynolds. And I don't know what the fuck happened before the the interview, but Burt Reynolds and him fucking hated each other. Oh, my God. And it got to the point where Jay kept trying to calm the situation, but they just kept going back and forth. And I think one of them throws his water on the other one, then they throw the fucking water on the other one. And Jay goes, can we get some pies out here, like trying to lighten the mood? And fucking Burt Reynolds takes this tin full of, like, whipped cream as, like, a, you know, a, a Three Stooges pie. Exactly. And fucking hits him so fucking hard in the face that you can tell his face is like hurt. Ow. And and then Burt Reynolds and him just go back and forth. Bam, bam, bam. Just fucking <laughs> pieing each other in the face. <laughs> but basically open palm punching each wow. other. Wow. <laughs> it's fucking awkward. And you can tell Leno's like, uh, I don't know what the fuck to do here. Let's go to commercial. You know? <laughs> My God. It was fucking awkward. But but uh, getting back to uh, Mr. Zimbler here, he it seems like he also took a little more of the theater route because uh, not only did he star in some, uh, he was in Shenandoah, but he also directed and assisted theater productions in uh, NYC. Hmm. What was the mom's job? Was she a teacher or something? Uh, she worked, uh, what was it? A children's, not a daycare. Uh, what the frick was it? Children's Museum. That's what it was. Yeah, uh, museum. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, but but she was also like very like into the environment. And what threw me off was she was very into organic food and always like putting tofu in everything. I thought at she first she was ahead of the game, huh? Yeah, but <laughs> I thought at first she was like a vegetarian. But it's no she, because like other times they're eating meat, but she's just throwing tofu into it. <laughs> 
It seemed more like um, she was okay with like making meat for the hubby, but it seemed like she ate kind of the vegan or whatever. Yeah. Because they even mentioned it in that final episode when she's like, oh, going off to college. And she's like, yeah, you're not going to miss my tofu shit anymore. <laughs> you know? Right. Oh, you're going to have to live on burgers and pizza. Oh, no. What am I going to do? <laughs> the mom was a bit. You know what's funny? The mom's pretty fucking sexist on this show toward women. She's more like the stay in your lane, bitch type of mom. <laughs> like, Which is kind of weird. Yeah. It is kind of weird. Because even she she talks about her past a lot like. You know, I always, you know, went to the beat of my own drum and kind of shit, but at the same time, stifling her daughter and being like, you don't want to be ridiculed and this and that. And like, what? Yeah, she it, even it, has a line about her old dancer friend. Did you see that one? She's talking about some old dancer friend of hers. And she goes, I can't believe she's still dancing. I thought by now she'd be a dental hygienist or a stewardess. <laughs> and I was like, damn. what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> Not even a dentist or a pilot, you fucking said yeah. bitch. <laughs> Let's, you know that old that old joke, the old the old sexist test, right? With the the injured, the uh, a father takes his his son out. Oh yeah, and they get injured. Uh, the father dies, and the the son is rushed to the hospital. And the surgeon comes in and says, "I cannot operate on this child. He is my son. My son. How is this possible?" And everyone's it's like, "The mother." Yeah. Well, that's weird. Yeah, the answer is it's the mother. You fucking sexist pig. Exactly. No one assumes that a woman could be a surgeon. That's actually a fun a fun one to do on random people who don't. Ex- they go, oh, what? Is he adopted? <laughs> no, motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, go- going back to the character, though, uh, you know, of Janet Darling, mm-hmm. did you know, like, there was an unaired pilot where she was played by a different actress, Nancy mm-hmm. Youngblood? Do we know her from anything? Is she famous? Uh, she, uh, let's see. She was an X-Man. No, no, she she basically wasn't just like single episodes of like Bones, uh, ER, CSI, uh, Star Trek Deep, Deep Space Nine, but yeah, not nothing of like oh okay, you know. She was the only one that was recast when they when the show aired. That's what it looks like. Hmm. And then the the, the last re- recurring uh person, not not Sam. part of the family, but Sam. Now, what, what what's strange about how Sam, uh, Sam always makes his entrance and exit? Do you think if there wasn't a guitar riff, he just he, the universe wouldn't let him enter that window? I think so. Yeah, like <laughs> it, 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 it's it's kind of like you know with a vampire, yeah. you got to invite him in or whatever. Yeah, yeah with Sam, there's got to be a guitar riff before he enters. You're up in her room a lot. Actually, her room is a really cool set. I remember as a kid always being like, "Damn, that's a cool ass room." It's like yeah, colorful. It's it got cool shit. Always really cool computer animation type shit games going on. Yep. But yeah, a, a ladder always hits the fucking windowsill. Yep. And you hear you see Sam climb up, and there's that fucking little guitar riff they do every yeah. time. Damn. <laughs> Apparently that ladder was only three rungs, though, because the set was very short. So he was always... They mentioned that he was always laying down outside the window to pretend to climb up. <laughs> oh, my God. And she goes, sometimes I would have 10 pages of, of monologue to the and fucking he, and camera. And he's waiting there. <laughs> and he's just laying there on the on the studio floor. Come on, bitch. Hurry it's like, up. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I yeah. can't get up. Yeah. And uh, Sam uh, comes from a, a family where the, the mama's left and mm-hmm. his dad is a sports writer. Yeah. And she... She admires that a lot about his dad because she wants to be a writer. That's a big yep. part of yeah, her she, thing. She, she wants, wants to be a journalist. journalist. She wants mm-hmm. to be Jane Pauley. 
She mentioned several times she wants to be Jane Polly. Again, maybe not something that, the, you know, like necessarily registered with the kids watching this. I don't back then, maybe. I mean, well, oh, I, I love also one of her, uh, her like uh, dreams there. Basically, it's she's Murphy Brown. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Again, real popular with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down, I think the best part of the, the show is kind of the parodies they do. Like the the Murphy Brown, the same episode I think had that girl. She does a This Girl This girl, parody. yeah. Uh, again, a, a, we're, we're talking about a sitcom from the 60s? <laughs> they do a whole segment where she's Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that one. They do a whole fucking episode, or like a, a third of an episode, where she's Sally Jesse Raphael on the set pretending to be her. And then on the blind date one, I really liked, and you're a Universal Monsters guy. They do a pretty interesting black and white, real moody, foggy Universal Monsters type segment where the blind date shows up and it's the nerd like, I'm ready for our date. And she's like, ah, and it's all black and white. Oh, my God. It's it's got the the fog rolling through and it's cut into the shadows on the wall. Sweet, and it was actually pretty well shot, like really cool looking. So 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 de- definitely a good homage to uh, the the yeah. Universal Monsters. And it was I, called like Blind Date from Hell, and it had like the shaky letters, you know, it was kind of shit like that. Yeah, and it, it, it just like a, a little aside uh, going on that. If if you like that whole old Universal Monsters thing, they had a thing on the Disney Plus, uh, Werewolf by Night. Check it out. It, it has all the sensibilities of an old Universal Monster uh, thing. Yeah, the the the, uh, the guy that created the uh, you know directed and uh, wrote the uh, thing. He he's from Jersey. <laughs> my, my, Michael uh, Guadino. She did have down perfect the Universal damsel who just throws their hands in front of their face. Oh and goes, God! <laughs> and falls over every two steps. You know, sweet. And then. Usually they faint, you know? <laughs> oh. oh, just fall out. Yeah. You watch old movies, you go, Jesus Christ, people faint easy. I've never seen a fucking person faint in my life, I don't think. Well, maybe once. Maybe once. Oh, I fainted before, so. Yeah. But um, l- l- let's see. So, so again, yeah, th- those are our main characters. I guess the main setup is she she is explaining everything going on. To, to the audience, you know, to, doing the break the fourth wall uh, thing there. And well, it's uh, funny that a show like this even caught flack back in the day, because how can you put a teen girl on TV talking back to her parents? That's unheard of. I'm sorry, what? You ever lived with a fucking teen girl? They're fucking <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I had to live with two of them for a year and I wanted to cut my own fucking wrists. Oh, Jesus. No. What is it? What's the, um, Noir? the drawing on the screen? Oh, okay, that. Uh, like, I kind of like that. It's almost like um, like a Madden doing football calls or something. Yeah, yeah, like a telestrator, uh, they call it. Yeah, and apparently that was a very expensive machine back in the day. Oh, and I, I'm I, sure. I guess a lot of their budget probably went to that. Yeah, like. <laughs> in the early uh, days, yeah. yeah. That, that was the whole budget. <laughs> and they showed a picture of it, and it was fucking huge. Like, Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> it was again, for, huge. For, for the equipment back in that day, as yeah. you said, Something John Madden and football would be using. Yeah, I think yeah. that was, uh, you know, like a very uh, l- large, uh, cumbersome uh, <laughs> piece of equipment. Yeah, your creator you were talking about, that guy is named Mitchell Kriegman. Is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, Kriegman. Apparently also created Bear in the Big Blue House, the yep. children's show. 
the which has had legs. It's been forever. Yeah, it's been around a while. Um, I, someone told him, I guess, that he had to come up with some arbitrary rules when the, he created this show and became the showrunner. So I guess one of their weird rules was that he said, no purple. I don't want to see any purple on this damn show. Wow. Okay. I did not know. <laughs> and don't worry. I'm not going back to watch the, all the rest of the show the episodes to see if there's any purple. He also will not tell anyone where the name Clarissa came from. I guess he gets asked that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I saw a little YouTube interview with him. And he said that he got the name from someplace that he will never divulge. And he's never even divulged it to Melissa Joan Hart. Which wow. makes me think like. Ex-girlfriend or a hooker he murdered? One of the two? I don't know. <laughs> or both. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently he also released a novel in 2015, Things I Can't Explain, mm-hmm. which actually is kind of a uh, sequel sort of to the series. I think Melissa's... Wasn't her autobiography even named like Melissa Explains It All or something? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, they hung a lot of hats on this one. Yeah, and in 2018, they said that there's actually going to be a uh, a sequel to the series. Uh, She's been talking about it for years, but I don't think anything's officially planned. Last interview I saw, at least the most recent one, she said, I think it was 10 months ago on the YouTube clip, it was like, we haven't found the right way to do it yet. Yeah, well, in 2022, I, I read that, she uh, basically said the reboot was not moving forward at the uh, at the network. Are you heartbroken? Um, no, I, <laughs> I I just had you know like a chili dog, so it's all right. Well, well and that's the thing is we I've talked about it with other shows like the um, the Girl Meets World reboot of Boy Meets World or right. Fuller House. I don't quite understand when you make a remake of a show that was for children. Why the fuck are you still making the remake geared at children? Make right. the reboot geared at the people who are now adults that once loved that show as a child. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's the number one fucking problem they keep doing. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. yeah. You could do every once in a while, like, something silly, like a little nod or something to the childness, yeah, childishness or whatever of the original show or something. But, yeah, you... If you're doing it for the people that watched it back then, why the hell would you? They're basically making it for the children of the original fans. Who it's like, who those kids don't give a fuck. What do they care about Full House (laughs) or Boy Meets World? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Jesus, and I feel like that's probably what they were trying to do with this shit too. And I, if it does happen, I, I guarantee it's going to be her daughter's the lead, and it's going to be all about her daughter explaining it all. And she's going to be the the hip mom or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Well, apparently the, back in 2015 when he did that novel, it's supposed to be like Clarissa in her 20s, like late 20s, trying to navigate life now as an adult. We, we did have some, you know, like slightly recurring uh, characters. Like I saw the one with Aunt Mafalda, which do, do you know anyone named Mafalda? <laughs> I bet you on Sabrina the Teenage Witch there was a Mafalda. <laughs> well, that like would make more name. sense, but yeah. yeah, it's like I've never heard that name before, but it, it it's her aunt from Canada. <laughs> that, hey? you know, like, that, uh, what is it, is into uh, seances and, you know, ghosts and th- things such as that, and uh, 
basically has like a death grip, like a, a vice grip when she like, you know, hugs and uh, squeezes her cheeks. I just heard children outside my window. Uh-oh. I don't know if I'm being, I don't know if I'm being haunted or there's someone in my yard. <laughs> uh oh. Maybe, maybe, anyway. maybe you know, like someone heard that we're, we're talking about Clarissa explains it all. <laughs> you talked about the musical references. So she talks about Pearl Jam. There's a whole episode where she wants to go like a Pearl Jam concert, right? Yep. Oh, also, uh, like like Melissa Joan Hart's like favorite group back then was also. Uh, was it They Might Be Giants? And there yes, was some- who we, ha- we have discussed. In, they did the theme song for what show? Uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, no, no. That's Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, they Might Be Giants did the one for uh, Raising Hope. No. Wait, 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 who was it? No. There is a connection to Raising Hope. They did the uh, Oblongs theme. Oblongs. Oh, Oblongs. Yeah, that's right. But they also did Istanbul, which was used a couple times in Raising Hope. Yes. That, that's when Grandma's I'm- doing the Jenga shit. When yeah. uh, Cloris Leachman, but <laughs> funny enough, there's another connection because Shannon Woodward, who was Sabrina, Sabrina, mm-hmm. not the teenage witch Sabrina, but she was Sabrina on Raising Hope, was in three episodes of this. Yeah, Mi- uh, as Missy. Mm-hmm. You had a few like people before they were big. James Vanderbeek was on an episode. Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah. Uh, but- Joanna Garcia, who we actually discussed on the Freaks and Geeks episode, as Vicky in five episodes. Yeah, and. What one of the ones that like made made me happy all of a sudden? Like it was the episode where Sabrina is now the um, editor at the school newspaper. Different local pl- pizza parlors are bringing her f- free pizza. Like you know, it's like oh, put in you know, like how good our pizza is, and the second delivery guy, freaking Wayne Brady. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's not the only cast member of whose line is it anyway? Who was on this show? Jonathan Mangum was also in several episodes. Oh, right. Yeah. He was on also, I think, the second variation of uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? But yeah, he was on there with Wayne Brady. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, that, that was pleasant to see him. <laughs> see, I, I, I said pleasant. And... <laughs> well, let, let's get Is into Wayne the Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? <laughs> Uh, like, let, please, let, Wayne in- Brady, please choke a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let, let's get into the meat, meat of this uh, thing here. Uh, well, all again, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now, um, just do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, you have an orgasm over there? No, no, no. I, th- I, th- I think it's an epileptic seizure. Um, Sit uh, up straight, Nick. I can only see your fucking forehead. Jesus. There we go. Killian's on camera more than you are. <laughs> but anyway, yes, this was a teen sitcom, and the writing as such was uh, geared to that. <laughs> honestly, I was I, I watched two per season, uh, and I think honestly it did get better as it went on. I think it did. It did. Get I think better. maybe they learned how to write for her a little better, and they actually. I think what did help too is that when Ferguson got a little older, yeah, he wasn't just the precocious little ginger asshole. Mm-hmm. He kind of got more stories in, but yeah, th- <clears throat> this is a very, um, a very anticlimactic show, and I think that's a budgetary thing because a lot of times the stories are 
building up to a conflict that you never see a re- you never no. really see payoff. You hear about we've what other show we talk about that on? Was it on Too Close for Comfort? Right? I think so. Yeah. Where, like, the whole episode's about her. Oh, I didn't learn my lines for this play, and then you get to the play. And it cuts to the end of the play. Yeah. And it's over. Like, oh, wow, I can't believe you pulled it off. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. We, or, we, did, we didn't get to see any of the, it's like, yeah, you go, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> Whereas I Love Lucy, that would have been the whole third act of right. her on stage, crazy funny. This is, no, this doesn't do that. No, um, no, th- I remember this is very far from I Love Lucy. Right. Well, and I'm saying, for instance, the motorcycle <laughs> episode, there's, the whole episode mm-hmm. is about, like, I want to get on that motorcycle and drive this motorcycle. And what and does she the, do? She gets on the motorcycle and goes, you know what? This is a bad idea. And then. Uh, no, no, hold on. Yeah, like, you, you got to, you know, like, set the scene, though. <laughs> she's in the garage. Yeah. She's She's got the motorcycle. She has basically turned it on, revved it. And, and then goes, nah. Nah. <laughs> 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 this is a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Cork. <laughs> Yeah, it, put it, a cork in it. You ain't coming today, my friend. Yeah, there's so many episodes like that, though. Where, yeah, and and I think, think that's one of the things that gets annoying to me. And that's the difference that great sitcoms do is they. And honestly, watching this, it's all on those same sets in the house, typically the mostly the bedroom, but a lot mm-hmm. of the living room, the kitchen. Yep. Anytime you venture out, you really don't see much of the world, right? Right. But it seems like a lot of the stories build up to some exciting interaction with the world. But we never see that. We do not. I mean, I guess a lot of the the story points are supposed to be in the conflict of what she wants to do versus what her mostly mother doesn't want her to do. Mm -hmm. Or her brother is tattling on her or something. But yeah, you never really get the payoff of what you are expecting to be the third act funny moment no you 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 do not a lot of times they just end (laughs) a lot of them just end with her looking at camera going maybe next time (laughs) but so so here's the thing you watching you 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 are now how old 30 36 36 from when you first watched it when you were we were saying maybe about five (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would have been four or five when it first aired so, what? How do you view it now? I I can put on a little bit of the 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 let's say mostly beer goggles, but rose colored goggles, <laughs> and I can remember how it made me feel as mm-hmm. a kid, and I really did like it as a kid. Um, I even probably learned a few things from this show. Like they do talk, like you mentioned, they. They don't always talk about things that you think kids give a shit about. Right. This may have been how I learned about vinyl records. There's like an episode to talk about vinyl records. There may have, there's probably weird shit in here that I did learn from this show at a young age. Um, does it hold up for me? No. Humor wise, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but I can still see how as a kid I appreciated it. Almost more than Full House, honestly, because Full House, this isn't sappy like Full House was. Not as sappy, even. Mm-hmm. It's got more, it's got lessons in it, but I almost feel like they're more realistic family dynamic lessons than they are 
cue the fucking harp music, right? Oh, yeah, that... Yeah, so, like, I, I'm seeing something about myself. It's like, yeah, because that was not one of my favorite shows when we watched. Again, I did not really watch back in the day Full House. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, and watching it from now, you know, old grizzled adult here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, when the sappy harp music comes on, that is like, oh, come on, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> well... I don't, yeah, and I can see how this show influenced a lot of people, like, even the fashion, I feel like as a, oh, a yeah. 90s, as a 90s girl, I think I you've seen a lot of girls dressing like her, mm-hmm. acting like her, we mentioned before, Air, I, I'm curious to Blossom. talk about Blossom, because mm-hmm. I, I think this would be a great show to compare to Blossom when we get there. Gotcha. Uh, Blossom started one year earlier and ended one year later than this. So they're in the same same vein. Uh, and I think from what I remember, Blossom being a little more, a little older range. Yes. Like during the show, at least the character, probably the same age, I would think. Uh, yeah, around the same age. But I do re- recall a few sex jokes on Blossom with Joey or something like that. But mm-hmm. I haven't revisited that one in a long time either, so that'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, I can see how this was a pretty influential show. And even looking at, like we talked about the IMDb ratings, you said it was a 7.18 for, like, fans, I think. Mm-hmm. It's got it's got its fan base, and I understand it. And as a kid, I was a fan. In my head, I was a, a more of a fan than I think I am looking back at it. But I don't know if this show was available for a long time to view either. Probably not. <laughs> So well, either that or it was on one of the other spinoffs of Nickelodeon. How they had you know like uh, what was it like Teen Nick? Uh, uh, what what were the other things like like the animated stuff? It's like they they broke Nick it into multiple Knight. channels. <laughs> Most of the shows we covered are on Nick and Night. Nick at Night, yeah. <laughs> so technically, we've covered a lot of Nickelodeon shows if you count Nick and Night. But oh oh, by the way, like here here's a funny one being that you. Uh, have brought up uh, Blossom a couple of times. Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart also went on to be on Melissa and Joey <laughs> with uh, <laughs> Joey Lawrence. I, I remember liking that show, too, and that was later, because that one, actually, they were adults. Yeah. Oh, and no, they were no, dealing like, with a little more adult uh, stuff. 2010, I think it was around. Yeah, I remember catching a few of those, and I remember kind of liking it. Like, I no, think I, that I, was did, one I did not get to watch that one, so. that was It's a pretty, I think it was an ABC family show, if I recall. Oh, okay. Um, and I remember it's pretty, you know, mundane, typical sitcom. And I remember, I do remember it jumping the shark when they start dating on there. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. At one least of those. at first, at least at first it felt more of like an adversarial, I think, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, the sexual tension builds and you go too many, one too many seasons and then they start fucking and it all ruins it. But yeah, yeah I, I was surprised with this show with the, the character with Sam because apparently there, I, I didn't watch it, but there was an episode where, you know, they realize like, uh, like he broke up with some girl and realizes well that uh, Clarissa would actually be the perfect girl for him, but I guess it just doesn't go well, and they don't want to ruin their friendship. Something. Well, that's one of the things I remember about this show is that, you know, a boy-girl friendship. Yeah. Working. It, yeah, it, it didn't do the usual trope. Yeah. You, did, yeah. you didn't follow your usual trope of, okay, you know, like, 
they, oh, they just so seem so perfect for each other. When are they gonna? Are they gonna? And like I said, apparently there was one episode where I guess they decided to go on a date and realized, no, nah, let's not ruin this friendship, and they stayed friends. So it is a weird dynamic there. But you know, the first episode of this, it starts out kind of fucking dark and weird. But she's like, the whole first episode, she starts out with like. My brother's got to die. And she has yeah, a whole plan yeah. to, like, murder her brother. Right. And, 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 but it's basically, like, she's a taking... A Looney Tunes. Ca- she, she, yeah, she's taking cartoon logic. <laughs> where yeah. it's like, okay, we're going to wrap him up in a uh, straitjacket and then attach on giant balloons, you know, like, filled with helium to his back and he'll float away. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it goes from, I want to murder my brother to, at the end... Oh, he got a zit. That's the same. That's a fair trade. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> That'll do it. Ha ha. Got you. <laughs> He's got a pimple. I'll let him live. Fuck it. So, yeah, you go. Oh, that's kind of a strange, uh, dark. Yeah. Dark start for a family friendly kids yeah, te- show on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Although I, you know, you, you don't remember like, was it Snick when they was Snick the one where they would do like Friday nights, the weird like more adult shows it was like um are you afraid of the dark and i i believe that was all that and like the part a of little that. bit i Let's remember see. are you afraid of yeah, the dark Saturday having night some, nickelodeon apparently i remember are you afraid of the dark having some pretty weird fucked up episodes it was yeah, like I, a kid's I, version I, I, I of the twilight it, zone but like i know people younger than me that did watch it and said oh it was actually really good it, it's something I, that i might you know, tune in and actually, you know, might, might it was kind of like your your Goosebumps show or your okay. It was like, I, I I think it was like a young Twilight Zone, where right. each episode was like a really fucking weird. Like they had the killer clown and the fucking the basement monster, and they'd have all kinds of weird fantasy shit like that. But I remember really loving that show as a kid too. So I wonder if that would hold up. But I don't know. I don't know, but. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that falls into the sitcom uh, variety, though, right? Hey, I watch other shit besides this. All right, I know. <laughs> Same here. It's, you see, you know, you said Twilight Zone. You know, like I, I was watching that the other night. So, and and you know, like and uh, in in between watchings of this, I had to like cleanse by watching some Everybody Loves Raymond <laughs> every once in a while. It's like, you- quick, t- turn on, uh, t- turn on Nick at Night. <laughs> oh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Great. <laughs> They're like, Nick and Knight's not starting for another hour. You have to watch an hour block of Clarissa explain. No! <laughs> Let me go back, though, to the one thing that I found kind of, like, creepy <laughs> at the one point. Uh, when the uh, creator of the show, Mitchell uh, Kriegman, was casting the different people, and as we said for Janet Darling... In the uh, pilot, she was played by Nancy uh, Youngblood, um, but then went to Elizabeth Hess. But apparently, he didn't want uh, Hess to, you know, don't use too much of her big range as an actress because she was a stage actress. Um, and basically, just to let you know, I cast you because you, you remind me of a sexy mom. <laughs> it's like, all righty. <laughs> She's like, thanks. It's like, the check's going to clear, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Walk, it's like wait, she walked into the the casting room. There's a big black couch. Ah, fuck. Not again. No, it's one of those. <laughs> well, the show ended with good, apparently good ratings, and they said the only reason they really ended it because they were, she was getting older, and yeah. they didn't want it, they didn't want to make it weird and make it a whole different show. Right. Which again, is why they know, talked she, about the sequel series about was going to be oh, her right. in New York working for the the paper as an in, at an internship for some paper. Was it the Post or something in New York? Uh, it was supposed to be the New York. Uh, wait, what was it? The New York Daily Post or something like that. There is a New York Post. There's no, I don't think the New York Daily Post. They well, you remember took, the, you, they, they took the Daily News and the New York Post and made one uh, thing out of it. I, when I read that, I didn't realize they had kind of planned it already. Because even the remember the final line of the final episode. The final line, okay. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I'll say, no. Um, oh. no well, for, yeah, McConaughey shows up, yeah. <laughs> no, she looks right at the camera and she goes, well, maybe it's not the end. Maybe it's a whole new beginning. You oh, never know. Right. right. And she, because in that episode, they talk about how she's going to go to New York and do mm. the internship, which was the premise of the, They, I guess there's two episodes they shot. They tried to sell the sequel series to HBO. That was the idea. HBO ended up passing, so I guess it aired on Nickelodeon as a TV movie. Right. Yeah. It. It's called... um. Robert Klein was going to be the newspaper editor. The, oh, uh, the comedian right. okay. Robert Klein. Yeah. It was called um. Take my Clarissa. Take my bl- brother, please. Oh my God. So I guess he went to New York with her. I don't know how that works, but. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> or maybe it's, like, leading up to her going to New York. I don't know. But well, we got to touch on the theme song because you love the theme song so much. Oh, yeah. I, I really love that one. <laughs> Help me spot. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Yeah, d- done by Rachel Sweet. Is she done anything else we know? Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. She, her, she began her uh, singing career at the age of three. And she won an electric garage door opener in a local ta- talent contest after singing "I'm a Little Dutch Girl." Uh, <laughs> I kid you not. I just read that. <laughs> it's like, well, oh, okay. Uh, you might be surprised to know that the most prominent director, with only twelve episodes, though, uh, actually directed a lot of stand-up comedy specials for people like Ari Spears, Sinbad, Frank Caliendo, Alonzo Bowden. Oh. Uh, Steve Harvey, Jamie Foxx. He also directed with sitcoms five episodes of Living Single, three episodes of Martin, and nine episodes of The Cosby Show. Damn. Okay. Uh, the main writer, uh, there was no picture, but I think it's a woman, Nina Beber or Bieber. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. She did wrote five episodes of Daria. She wrote the film How to Deal with Mandy Moore. She wrote a bunch of random Little Bear movies and TV things. <laughs> could, could, could she tell me how to deal with? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she was, a, uh, I guess, started as a researcher for the late night show with David Letterman. So Wow. Okay. There are some people who did a lot of things we love on this show. It's right. Just, that, you know, uh, they, that come from the show or. Yeah. But, yeah. It's it's um it's it's a show. They needed the money, so their uh, their agent said, "Just do it." <laughs> no, they sang it to them. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, you know, but, you know this was our first uh, te- teen uh, teen. Sitcom. I'm gonna make you do more, so don't get don't get oh, too excited that it's over. <laughs> we'll be no. doing the boy meets worlds and that kind of oh, shit. Hey, okay. dude, salute your shorts. Oh yeah, we'll be doing them. Don't you worry. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to drink heavily for each of those. <laughs> uh-huh. The group Mindless Self-Indulgence uh, uh, referred to the show uh, in their song Clarissa for, from their album uh, Frankenstein Girls Will Seem Strangely Sexy. <laughs> that is a cool name. I've never heard anywhere else. Yeah, that, that is like a, actually name. cool. Uh, but <coughs> I'm surprised I, I, there's I not a Kardashian what, what with Clarissa with a K. Yeah, I think one of the ones here uh, on that Melissa and Joey that on the show, there's a character that has a blog entitled Lennox explains it all. (laughs) I think that's her. I think the premise of that show was I think her sister dies or something and she gets her two kids. Oh, okay. And actually the, the niece on there, which is the Lennox, I believe, unless. Yeah, I think that's the girl. She's actually became was the daughter on Kevin James' other sitcom. Kevin can wait. Oh, okay. I think she actually left Melissa and Joey to do Kevin can wait. If I remember right. Oh wow. Okay, gotcha. Oh, they fucked. I can't wait to do that show. They fucked that wife over on there. That first yeah. wife killed her right off after one season and brought in fucking Leah Remini. Yeah, like, but, hey, but King of Queens too. Electric Boogaloo. Only not good. So. Uh, yeah. but okay so back to i guess the list we have watched this is our 37th right mm, yeah i think so um can where, you believe it where do you think i put it on the list i think you put it at the bottom of the list but okay it is not the worst show on my list i'll say that well eight simple <laughs> rules is worse yeah so yeah, and I put it right above it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Again, for what it is, it's good, but it's, yeah, it's, as an adult, hard to watch. <laughs> I have it at 32 out of 37 for me. I do have a few shows under it. I think that what this show tries to accomplish, it does. Mm-hmm. I, I I can look at it and go, it's not for us now. No. I have I have below it that 80s show, Partners, Head of the Class, My Wife and Kids, and Eight Simple Rules. Okay. Because sure there will be days where I might go, I'd rather rewatch an episode of Head of the Class than Clarissa Explains It All. Mm-hmm. But I still think that those shows were very sloppy in what they were trying to do. Whereas at least this one, it's laser focused at something that we don't really appreciate anymore. Mm. But the others weren't laser focused at fucking all, right? Right. No, no, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Again, so, t- taking a show like Partners, where you have two you know, comedy royalty, uh, like, and it's like, how'd you mess that one up? And we were like, one episode made us laugh out of ten or th- yeah, ten, ten. right? Yeah, it, it was the okay. If it gets past ten, then <sighs> you, you get the uh, full so. order. Now, yeah, but I wouldn't say this is a bad show. It's just not a show for us now. Right. So. And then that's, for me, why it's rated where it is. But, again, it's 
still above eight simple rules. <laughs> but I still have fond memories of watching it, and I still I still remembered a lot of moments when I'm I go, oh, that was hidden in there somewhere. You know, you watch a show that you haven't seen in 30 years, all of a sudden there are little moments you go, oh, mm-hmm. I remember that. Like that Clifford character, he was back in the back of my head somewhere, and I didn't remember even what show he was from, but then he pops up on here, and I go, oh, I remember that guy. <laughs> God. Yeah, that, that, yeah, That's the one she dates short uh, for a little bit. Yeah, he showed he was like a bully at first or yeah. something. And yeah, she stood yeah. up to him, and mm-hmm. then they dated for a, a short bit. Yeah. So, but Did we uh, explain it all. I guess that explains it all. No, 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 no. Dude, I still love that theme song. I didn't skip it once. I still oh. was like, I let it go for all two right, ep- all right. I, I let it go for two episodes, and then I remembered. Oh crap! Skip, skip, skip. <laughs> kind of, kind of interesting. They never reshot it. It was the same one throughout, huh? Yeah. They never like usually they'll at least Updated change the visuals. Or yeah. yeah. They never did. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Where can they find us on the interwebs, my friend? Well, you could find us. Uh, well, if you're watching us live on Twitch, it's. Uh, What's it? It's twitch.tv slash bidwellfog for Jay. And it's twitch.tv slash netnick191 for me. They can find us at Facebook slash sitcom my face. They can also find us on YouTube. Yeah, check out some of our clips and check out some of our shows. You, you can you know, sample them both. Um... Uh, on your favorite podcast app, you can find us there. And um, but what what is your uh, Twitter uh, there, Jay? At Bidwell Fog. And don't forget, we have the new uh, the new blog. Uh, Jay and Nick, Clarissa's biggest fans. We're starting the new <laughs> podcast. The new podcast where we're actually going to deep dive into every single episode of this show. No, 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 no do... that, that's, that's where you deep dive into the uh, yeah, like <laughs> episode of the show, and I deep dive into a swimming pool filled with double-edged razor blades. Piranhas. <laughs> we do, we're going to do full-length audio commentaries for all 64 or 65 or 66 or 67 or 78 episodes, however yeah, fucking yeah, many it's there a, are. It's, a, it's like, yeah, <laughs> you'll be explaining things, and I'll be going... <laughs> Piranhas sucking on his lip. <laughs> oh boy yeah Um, find us kids just find us you'll find us yeah you'll you'll find us hey if there's something that you want to hear you know like a a show that you want us to watch or or discuss with us hey let us know every nickelodeon show ever made and and and, uh hey if you want to get in contact with us there's that old-fashioned thing called email that you can get us at sitcommyface at gmail.com Yes. I think that um, y'all should be really good and sitcom my face. Good night. Good night. Na 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 na